Hi there, welcome to the Creative Pod, a podcast where we talk about photography, painting and creative writing. If you're into any of these, then you come to the right place. All right, so in today's episode we have a special guest and a very special friend of mine. I would like to welcome Sadat on the on the Creative Pod podcast. Welcome Sadat, how are you doing? Yeah, uh, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks a lot, uh, Shashir. Uh, thanks for uh, inviting me for this interview. Awesome. So, uh, you know, we are going to be talking about macro photography and you know that is one area of photography which uh, you know, if people really get into, it's a whole wide world and uh, I I know that you're very passionate and very interested in macro photography. So, Sadat, in today's episode, I would be talking to you about that and I would like to know more about your experience with macro photography and more importantly think about talking about this topic from a standpoint that you know there might be people who are interested but want to know more or there are people who have no idea about macro photography so from that standpoint i would like to know about your experience what brought you to macro photography but before all of that uh, if you could give a brief intro for our listeners uh, and and viewers in the video cast uh, it would be great so go ahead sadat yeah so my my name is sadat and uh, I have been uh, into photography since uh, 2011. So, uh, like many photographers, my journey started with uh, shooting flowers. So, in that process, you know, uh, I could uh, I could get the uh, the beauty of a, a flower, and at the same time, because effort, I got into the macro photography because you know I, I shot the flower from a, a distance, and then I tried to you know go closer, and then when I went there. it was like you know i could see uh, the vivid colors you know the uh, the beauty of nature you know in a flower uh, so it was a whole new world for you yeah so that opened my macro journey i also shoot wildlife i love to go to the jungles and you know the national parks and take photos uh, so those, that is my secondary passion but if you ask me the genre that i love the most in photography is macro great so so that so that that's a that's an amazing and you know an interesting perspective that you have provided all of us that you shot you know took a picture of a flower and you realized you're at a distance and you you know went closer to it and you found you know many different colors and like i said it was a different world that you saw there if you were to describe macro photography in say a sentence uh, in simple terms how would you put it so i would say you know macro photography is uh, photographing a subject from you know up close and personal so it's like you know you're going really close it's called you know one is to one ratio wherein you mm-hmm. know uh you can see uh, uh one insect you're shooting you'll see all the details about the insect so that it's a very tiny insect but you get right. so so up close and personal that you feel it's a full size you know um, in i mean uh, like the size of a person standing in front yeah, of you yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so what i gather from what you're saying is you know macro photography is photographing things that are really small and you know things that we miss just because of the fact that these things are so small like insects and you know the inside of a flower it's a whole wide world in itself so uh, you know why don't you delve into the first macro uh, picture that you took and and what was so special about it yeah so my first macro uh, subject was a common house fly you know we have, we have grown up seeing you know house flies you know flying around <laughs> 
but uh, yeah. and uh, while growing up uh, our only intention was to squash it right we do, we don't uh, right. because it's a nuisance for us so i i shot it and then mm-hmm. when i saw the results it was so beautiful i mean it has so many details you know how uh, how it is you know it, it has the legs uh, you know it uh, has a compound eye and it's so right. colorful actually if you if you look at a photo of a house mm-hmm. fly common house fly you will be mm-hmm. amazed you will be amazed that you know how can i how could i have missed seeing such a beautiful thing you know uh, right inside your house so you actually so you actually found beauty in a common house fly the way it looks and the details intrigued you and then yeah. you felt that wow this is something that i i never knew like there was a feeling yeah so i think um, uh, the people i showed that that, uh, that photo to even they had a similar response wow what is this i mean <laughs> i have not seen this uh, <laughs> then i said this is a common house fly i mean you see it daily on in your house so Uh, so it not also, only yeah it, it not only invoked you know that, that kind of response uh, response in me it also intrigued mm-hmm. uh, you know the people who saw my photo beautiful yeah. so uh, tell tell this this uh, so that i have a mobile phone and that's the only camera that i have with me can i get into macro photography like what what can i shoot and call it macro photography with a phone with the phone alone it may be quite limited but you know there is an attachment available it's called the macro lens which it's, it's a very tiny oh those yeah. attachable lenses that come on okay i got it yeah yeah so recently i got one and uh, i i took a photo of my you know sister in law and uh, sister in law's eye actually one eye and it was oh, quite okay. quite good and um, yeah so that is for uh, there's a bare minimum that you can do with your uh, mobile so all right you, yeah so what i'm hearing is that if you have a mobile phone that alone may not you know help you get uh, you know really close into the subject so you might need special you know attachable lens kind of thing and i've seen quite a few of those on some of the e-commerce websites so we have to spend a little bit of money to really get into macro photography if at all if, even if it's with a phone but let's say uh, so that let's say i have a, a dslr can i get into macro photography i understand dslr are you know having interchangeable lenses so what lens would one use for you know macro yeah so we do have uh, specialized uh, macro lenses which give you mm-hmm. a one is to one perspective and uh, there are uh, lenses that that will give you more than one is to two or one. i have one lens which gives one is to five that is the five times magnification of uh, actual size of the uh, the subject so but yeah these so, are, uh, so yeah. let me pause you there when you say uh, one is to five it means it is magnifying something five times yes am i right yes yes all right yeah so but these are quite expensive there are you know multiple uh, other ways which uh, one can start uh, off uh, with macro photography first thing is uh, there's something called um, an extension tube uh, yeah before talking about extension tube let me talk about uh, focusing distance you know every lens has a focusing a uh, distance that is a minimum focusing you know a uh, distance in case of macro photography this focusing a uh, distance becomes a, a liability because you can't go closer to the subject you can't take a macro shot but then the extension tube will reduce the the focusing distance so if you 
uh, see there's uh, there's a set of tension tubes typically it's uh, 12 mm and then some 25 mm and then 36 mm i guess so three it's it comes in a set of three so uh, uh, let me ask you this i understand that there are some lenses which are specifically designed and built for macro photography so the option that you're providing right now does it apply to lenses which are built for macro photography or i can use my normal prime lens or maybe your kit lens and attach these tubes to those you know lenses and use it for macro so yeah. what is the use case for yeah, you know, yeah. extension tube so this is uh, this option i told you uh, i mean the extension tube that can be used without any uh, specialized macro lens uh, but i use um, my macro lens plus the extension tube to to get more magnification of the subject oh. so that means i can use the extension tube on any lens and attach it to a dslr and effectively it is you know just helping me to get even closer yeah to the subject yeah. am i right okay yes yes and for a beginner photographer who wants to delve mm-hmm. into macro photography so instead of spending you know 600 for a macro lens uh, so they can get a uh, a set of extension tubes for uh, probably you know 100 dollars or less there's a tip of you know going macro on the budget <laughs> yeah so if you have a, a normal kit lens i could use an extension tube and still you know manage to do uh, macro photography and you know still get away with it like absolutely absolutely and the results that you will get Perfect. will i mean uh, astonish you you know it's so <laughs> so beautiful actually awesome so so that while we have uh, you know extension tubes i have heard of something called a lens reversal ring what is that all about have you heard of that it was why it is one more uh, option that you have like mm-hmm. for example you know whatever lens you have the kit lens including the kit lens you can just you know there's an uh, adapter available for you know uh, specific models like for canon there's there's a separate one and for for mm-hmm. nikon it'll be uh, it'll be another one and sony it'll be another one so you fix the uh, the adapter and then you fix okay. you you reverse the lens and then you can fix it there so oh so basically what what it is doing is it is reversing my existing lens so i can reverse the lens and attach it to my yeah. camera like yes. how i would you know attach any other lens to the correct yeah uh, but it needs a little bit of practice because you cannot uh, have a uh, the f stop right f stop cannot be controlled here so it has to be manually oh, controlled got it. Uh, so, it's, so it's completely manual no auto focus yeah, no yeah. automatic aperture control you're no. pretty much you know you you should know what you're doing basically yeah if you buy a decent quality um, um extension tube right there huh? you you don't need to set the at the f stop uh, manually you can do it from the camera itself you can uh, select your f stop and uh, i'll tell so, you a, so an extension tube a good like a good extension tube could allow us to still have automatic controls of the lens yes absolutely absolutely oh that's perfect so that actually solves a lot of <laughs> yeah possible issues but tell us more about your experience yeah. further into this job yeah so there are a few few qualities that you need to be a good macro photographer uh mm-hmm. this is this is apart from having your you know gear i mean whatever uh, lenses and and cameras you need so beyond the camera and the lenses personally what else as a skill you should be having is what you're saying right yes yes uh okay. so so first up you need to have a lot of patience because you know these these uh, tiny subjects will not you know 
sit uh, I mean stand still for you to take the photo so you have to, you have to struggle a lot you know they were they are not going to post for you <laughs> yeah they will definitely not definitely not so i had shot one you know jumping spider and it kept on jumping jumping i had a tough time you know following it and uh, yeah i that's the name yeah so i took around you know 20 30 shots out of that only one i got one or two i got decent ones wow so, that's a lot of effort yeah that's a lot of effort and that is actually a moderate success i have been to uh, you know some places where i i tried to shoot uh, macro subjects for hours together and didn't get a single you know uh, single why shot uh, i'll tell so you a lot why. of things so i'll tell you why because uh-huh. uh, i mean one one aspect of macro photography is that because you're very close to the subject there's a lot of you know uh, shake there i mean it'll be Uh, almost like you know uh, it's like a pendulum it'll be like you know oscillating like a pendulum and you have to you know really control your you should have a very steady hand so what you're saying is you know when we are so close to a subject we even our breathing might sort of you know result in camera shakes it does it does it does wow and so using special tripods would be something that you would suggest what do you use Uh, I typically do not use a tripod for for moving objects. I I do it uh-huh. I, I take it handheld because you cannot set up a tripod by the time it will be gone. I mean it's a small uh, <laughs> so That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, so I'm coming to the second trait um, apart from patience uh, that is actually you mm-hmm. should have a good eye, you know, you should they're so tiny that you always you know tend to miss it. Um, so if you go and observe closely you'll see one tiny insect you know in one corner uh, just below the leaf you know so you right. have to spot it and then uh, th- that's the first thing if you don't sp- uh, spot it you cannot take the photo mm-hmm. so that's so very- when you say when you say that you should have a good eye are you saying means are you referring to eyesight or just that you should have an eye for photography or you should be having a very attentive state of mind spot your subject like what are you you know referring to yeah Yeah I mean eyesight is important but yeah that is you you do you don't need a specialized eyesight or something it's like you need to be attentive uh, the whole time it'll be like it's like meditating okay. it's it's like meditating for that period i'm looking for a subject i'm looking for an interesting right. insect uh, somewhere you know in this bush or or in the tree or in the vicinity so you should uh, be able to look around. it is similar to a bird photography you know uh, where Got you it. should be able to spot the bird first like meditating right so what happens when one meditates you're like completely focused into one single thing and you know you sort of uh, go with it so what i am understanding from what you're saying is you should know what you are trying to get a picture of you have to keep looking out for that particular subject and when you find it you have to be able to focus and get your picture yeah am i am i seeing this correctly absolutely absolutely So uh, all the techniques of taking a photo will come only when you spot it and you get a good subject right <laughs> so, so you got to find the subject first to take a picture of <laughs> yeah then the challenge you know uh, begins yeah uh, so coming back to the trait uh, it's not a trait actually the third thing that can affect a macro photography is the light mm-hmm. uh, you need to have yes uh, I'm about to ask you about lighting yeah you need a lot of light because as you closer you know it, uh, the lens covers all the light and sometimes you're mm-hmm. almost uh, touching the subject you know at that point you need some 
additional light otherwise otherwise it should be in full bright sunlight but at the right. same time you know if it's bright sunlight uh, the insects will not come out yeah the best so do time do you use any special lights yeah so i have a you know special flash where you know i attach it to the front of the lens and then it will illuminate the subject you know uh, so it so that it. means uh, it's it's kind of like a flash but more designed towards the you know requirements of macro photography yes yes you can also use your normal uh, flash uh, which the one can... on the camera or the other bigger ones that come separately no on the camera uh, no you can buy a flash unit actually a separate flash unit okay so it it's mm-hmm. like for a beginner photographer you don't need all these uh, you should try to shoot in uh, natural light uh, but mm-hmm. you know like me you know every photographer you also know about it uh, so the more we delve into it we uh, tend to you know uh, uh, improve and then we need to buy more equipment right so it happens that right. way yeah so uh, so let me ask you this uh, so that let's say you know one of our listeners uh, or, or viewers is you know interested in macro photography and so far what they have learned is that you know you need to be very patient uh, it's it's ideal if you have a DSLR um if you have a normal lens you may have to buy special equipment to you know use that lens for macro if not uh, a proper macro lens could be used and then when it comes to lighting you know you could use sunlight if that's possible if not a normal flash that you could buy separately can also be used uh, but uh, you know beyond all of this uh, what should one do to improve their macro photography the key uh, the key part is practice practice and more practice um so i mean i tell you no shortcut for hard work is it <laughs> yeah no shortcut for hard work especially in 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 macro photography uh sometimes you get lucky uh, sometimes you get mm-hmm. lucky but you get lucky only because you practice a lot and then you are getting the shot because of the uh, because of your practice and um, when you are starting macro photography right you should be ready mm-hmm. or a lot of disappointing you know shoots um it's not that you know you failed a few times and then you give up no you cannot give up because you know after 4 hours of uh, effort when you get that one shot that the people say wow uh, that's the cherry on the cake yeah i mean it happened with me you know for uh, quite a few mm-hmm. times i thought oh my god why am i doing this see i'm uh, you know Uh, I'm an IT guy, and whole week I work, and weekend I get uh, to rest, and I'm spending here in the, <laughs> in the jungle. Why? What for? But and then also there is no photo worth taking back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, at the It end of it, we, yeah. So at the end of it, when you get one shot, then you get right. the motiv- the motivation back for your next four shoots. You know. Right, right. That is how. So you know, I mean, what 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 I'm getting from you is, you know, there's a lot of, you know, you have to be very patient, and it's not that easy. but it's really worth it the challenge is uh, shooting the the moving uh, uh, subjects right for macro you don't need to you know uh, start there you can start with some objects in your house which doesn't move which is not um, you know challenging so you can practice your right. your focusing and all uh, there at your at your home so you don't need to go out so, so that when you're saying that you know i have one more question now let's see uh, or let me put it uh, in this way what level of photographic knowledge or using a dslr should someone be to get into you know macro photography let's say i bought a dslr right now i have zero idea of how a dslr works or what are the nuances or you know basics of 
photography using a DSLR, can I still get into macro or should I take my time, learn the fundamentals first, understand my camera first and then get into macro photography? It's always good to know the fundamentals. For example, how to get an exposure right. Uh, so that is common for all all types of photography, right? So you need to know right. what shutter speed to use, um, you know, what f-stop to use, which lens to use. Uh, like when it comes to macro, you can't use too many lenses, right? You have only one or two choices. But I'm talking about in general. In general, you should know what, what focal length you should need, uh, use, and then more importantly, uh, you know the f-stop, right? It will give you the you know the depth of field. So the f-stop, uh, you're referring to the aperture basically. Aperture, yes, aperture. And uh, it, yeah. uh, I mean, for macro, you know, uh, what happens is uh, because we are uh, shooting very close, what happens is mm-hmm. the depth of field is very tiny. It's like you unbelievable. It will be like one, one very, thin, very shallow depth of field. Very shallow de- uh, depth of field. So you need to use, a, you know, a bigger number, bigger aperture. I mean, smaller aper- uh, aperture, bigger number. That means, uh, you know, you should use, a, 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 you know, something like f10, f8 minimum. Then to so okay. So you're saying to, you know, shoot macro photography. I should have. You know, like something like an f8 or an f10 aperture uh, yeah. to help with that depth of field and get more in focus. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you may end up having only the eyes, eyes in focus, and the rest of the body is blurred. You know. So. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So it looks like you know it's really important to you know uh, figure out your camera first and understand you know the basic fundamentals of photography before even getting into macro because. Like you said, you know, your your uh, that bug is not gonna wait for you to figure out the settings and then pose for you. It's gonna go about its own day. So you have to be, you know, very clear about what you're doing and how to use your equipment to actually even get into photography. Absolutely. So I can tell you, I've been shooting macro for the past, you know, six seven years. Even after so uh-huh. much of practice, I get uh, successful shots only 20% of the time. You know, <laughs> I have to delete most of the <laughs> most of the photos. So that is how difficult it is. That is when you're shooting bugs and insects, or is that the case generally across when it comes to macro photography? Yeah, see, macro photography is mostly about the bugs, and they are always mobile. I mean, most of the time, and you know, they are very difficult to focus on. And they're, you know, it. so it's, it's, I mean, it's like, see, in any photography, this is a problem, but in macro, it is magnified as the image is magnified. <laughs> the problems are magnified as well. So, <laughs> so it looks like, you know, if anyone wants to get into macro, you better get a hang of your equipment and your fundamentals first. Do a lot of practice and then, you know, start experimenting with this genre. But that being said, I would also say, you know, any of, you know, our, our subscribers, uh, you know, don't get discouraged thinking, oh God, this seems like a lot of effort. See, anything special or anything, you know, that, that you know, ups your game of photography is going to entail a lot of effort and practice. And that's true for even portraits, landscapes, weddings, you name it. So overall, uh, so that it's, it's uh, you know, we are, uh, you know, glad to actually have you on the show. In closing, how would you, you know, wrap up uh, macro photography and what do you think you could talk more about and we could do a follow-up episode and you know delve deeper into those details yeah so like you said i i explained so many things about you know you need to do this you need to do that but uh, let me tell you don't be discouraged if you put on the effort that is well worth it you know uh, once you get one shot 
one shot of a fly that people will say wow that is enough to you know motivate you so my um my request to you is uh, do not get uh, discouraged uh, easily and keep trying at it and macro photography is beautiful and once you you know uh, try once you get a few shots you will fall in love with that and then you will not you know uh you always no turning back <laughs> no turning back absolutely absolutely you'll buy all the equipments all the equipment and you will you know become a good photographer you know that world is you know something really different you know because there is something unusual it's a whole new world it's a whole new world and we do not we can't even imagine because we are so big we don't see um uh, those beautiful subjects from their standpoint from their size right so here we are getting exactly yeah so it's it's a beautiful world so awesome yeah uh, keep at it and uh, soon you'll improve and you will uh, enjoy the joys of you know shooting uh, macro beautiful so so that that's you know um, that's really nice uh, that you put it because you know there is a lot of effort but you know once you really you know get your first few shots you realize that all that time and all that practice really was worth it so uh, you know i'm sure after listening uh, to what you said especially your first photograph of, of a fly um you know people would be interested to see uh, what pictures you have been you know able to shoot uh, from all these years so i believe uh, you would be able to you know share some of those pictures with us sure i i can you know send you a link where which uh, perfect yeah. so i would uh, link i would link so that's you know um you know sample pictures in the description please go ahead and check out his pictures uh but sadat is also beyond macro he does uh, quite a bit of uh, you know photography in other genres and i would uh, request sadat to also you know spend some time and talk about those genres as well um you know we uh, sadat and myself uh, essentially are acquaintances we met first time when we were shooting a live theater and you know we both shared our love for photography yeah. and that's how we became friends went on many Absolutely. rides together and have taken a lot of pictures of places so you know there's a lot more uh, you know for all of us to you know take away from sadat so look forward to more of um, you know more of such topics we spoke of uh, you know camera gear we spoke of uh, aperture we spoke about uh, composition and uh, you know even um, getting your exposure right so there are a lot of jargon here and if any of us want to know more about these things or want us to have an episode into those details i would love to get into that but it's good always to hear from our you know subscribers and listeners and viewers so please reach out tell us what you want to hear about or talk about and learn and that's where you know we would give our time and you know make sure that you come out with this podcast learning a thing or two about photography so that being said uh thanks so much sadat for joining us it's it's a pleasure to have you on the episode and we look forward to more of you in the coming few weeks and months yeah Take care, so man. Have a yeah uh, the pleasure is mine and uh, i would love to be a part of this podcast in future you know sharing my experiences with photography and uh, yeah thanks That's for awesome. having me in the show my pleasure man take care brother bye bye yeah bye bye see you. Alrighty then, that wraps up the episode and I hope you enjoyed it. You know what they say, the more the merrier. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel and share it among like-minded people. This was the Creative Pod Podcast. That's all for now.